Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, here we are on a Monday morning, uh, the, uh, what is it, the 5th now? Yeah, i got to remember that because just a couple of days, uh, it's our anniversary, the wife and I, so got to remember those days. Anyway, uh, so many things, but more than anything, over the weekend, and in fact, typical of, uh, typical of the way government works or doesn't work in this country, the Senate released its migration bill. Well, it's it, it's actually called the Emergency National Security Supplemental Appropriations Act of 2024. It's 370 pages long and was released at 6.40 p.m. on a Sunday. And and oh, by the way, Chuck Schumer says we need to vote on this bill by Wednesday. We got to we got to get some votes on it by Wednesday. It, it's accompanied by a multi-billion-dollar appropriation bill intended to fund resources needed to, supposedly, to register, release, transport, house, uh, house immigrants in American coastal cities and inland communities. The bill is being marketed as a national security bill as it seeks to overcome opposition by Republican legislators who elections depend on the enthusiastic turnout of ordinary populace who are worried about migration, lawlessness, pocketbook damage, crime, overcrowding, and chaotic diversity. And oh, by the way, thank, thank you, Mike Johnson, the, uh, the new Speaker of the House, says this bill is worse than we expected it to be by just looking over the original first night look over at it. It's worse than we expected it to be. And as far as he's concerned, this bill is dead on arrival in the House of Representatives. So we'll see. Are there enough Republicans in the Senate to pass it? I don't know. I guess it only takes about nine, according to what I read, about nine Republicans to go with all the Democrats in the Senate to make it happen. Anyway, the uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a great deal about this today. But let let me just read you a uh, or parts of a piece out of ABC News this morning. In a scathing news statement Sunday night, House Speaker Mike Johnson said the Senate bipartisan bill to overhaul the immigration system, along with providing aid to Israel and Ukraine is dead on arrival if it makes it to the House. I've seen enough, he said. I've seen enough. This bill is even worse than we expected and won't come close to ending the border catastrophe. You know, and there there's some interesting sidelights to take out of this this bill right from the beginning. Um, First of all, Joe Biden says, if you if you pass this bill the way it is, I'll be able to close down the border immediately anytime we get over 5,000 people a day for seven days in a row. Well, you could do that now if you just uh, imposed or or implemented all the bills, all the different laws and regulations that are currently in place. But you won't do that. And and secondly, I have to ask this question to our listeners this morning out there in Radio Land. What makes what 
what should make us believe Joe Biden that he says, look, once we get, if you pass this bill and give me the money I need and give me, give me authority, blah, 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 I'm going to close the border down within a day uh, because we've had over 5,000 people a day going across for weeks now. And by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Yeah. A locked garage right next to, by the way, my whole pile of classified documents, which I'm not supposed to have either, but I digress. No, I mean, what what makes us think that he's going to actually be able to do that? And furthermore, how is he going to be able to do it? First of all, on the Texas border right now, uh, they have laid out Constantina wire, razor wire. Uh, they've done just about everything they can. They've passed a new law uh, implementing that you can arrest illegal immigrants on site. If you pick them up and they're illegal, you can arrest them and deport them immediately. That has not closed the border down, although, interesting sidelight to that, I do have a piece this morning that says from uh, Governor Abbott from Texas that once they have implemented most of these uh, barriers that they have put up, the amount of immigration coming across that area right now is a trickle compared to what it does. But then remember, Joe Biden wants to cut all that wire. He wants to take all those barricades down. He, He wants to get rid of anything like that. Why? Why? President Biden, are you so enthusiastic about opening our borders wide open? Because he says, that's what we're all about. We're all about legal immigration. I support legal immigration. I support it when we uh, go out after immigrants who have filed the proper paperwork, want to live here in this country, come to us with some sort of a skill uh, process, you know, and then you'll have people, uh, Kenny, that that argue, well, you know, we took in more people during the, uh, during the run on, uh, on Ellis Island during that period of time, different country. We only had about 150 million people during that period of time and instead of 330 million or whatever it is now, We needed immigration. All those people came to us as legal immigrants. They came to us from foreign countries like Finland and Germany and wherever else in Europe, and they had skill levels. And in most cases, they came to us because they were being hired on as an apprentice by somebody already in this country. So the two situations are not anywhere near the same. But we're going to get into this a little bit this morning because uh, I started reading this this morning at early, oh, dark 30. (laughs) And there's a lot in this bill. I mean, 370 pages isn't much. But to to quote Hillary Rodham, or no, I'm sorry, to to quote Nancy Pelosi, we got to pass the bill to know what's in it. That's basically what Chuck Schumer is saying to uh, Republicans right now. We got to pass this bill to know what's in it. No, that's really not the way business is supposed to be done in this country. And oh, let's not forget these little phrases that they use in in bills. 
uh, things like in, instead of uh, instead of using the world must, they use the world may. You know, like they may close down the border if they so re- request it. Instead of they must close down the border. Little things like that are really triggers that we should all watch. But we're going to get into this, Bill, after we take our first break here on Monday. Uh, I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Didn't have to shovel a lot of snow this weekend. In fact, it's starting to melt beautifully, and things are looking good. Uh, Looks like it's going to be, uh, according to the groundhog anyway, he came out and said, which meant it's going to be an early spring. No, not much more snow. So we're pretty happy about that. Oh, by the way, as a sidelight to what the Democrats are trying to pass on a national basis for immigration here, which is a disastrous bill, if it ever makes it through anything. But let's not forget what's happening in Minnesota. We saw we saw New York. We saw Chicago. We saw areas in California become inundated with illegal immigrants because they became sanctuary cities. Well, there's an effort out there right now by two of my favorite politicians in Minnesota, Representative Sandra Feast, <laughs> the one of the one of multicolored hair, uh, and Senator Omar Fatah from Somalia. The two of them are trying to spearhead a bill uh, in Minnesota to make Minnesota a sanctuary for illegal immigrants. You lucky people of Minnesota, you got the same things to look forward to coming up. Unless, of course, this fall, you throw some of these idiots out of office. So anyway, we're going to take our first break. Uh, We will be back uh, shortly. As we take this break, though, may I say to you quickly, please, Remember our friends at Peralt Construction? These are people that have been working here in the Northland for over 45 years, making your dreams come true on your house. Whether that dream is simply a new roof for your home, whether it's new windows and siding, whether it's to build a beautiful deck that you can enjoy the summer on, uh, or whether it's almost any construction need that you want on your home, it can be done simply by picking up the phone and dialing 218-723-8477. Somebody will answer the phone and says, Peralt Construction, just tell them what you would like to have done. They will organize some plans for you. They'll come out to the house, sit down with you, talk to you about materials, what you may need to want uh, or desire for your improvements, and what it might cost you. And then they'll get you scheduled to get the project done. And they've been doing it right in the Northland for well over 45 years. Peralt Construction, for all your home improvement needs. We'll be right back. This is KDAL AM 610 and FM 103.9. KDAL time is 1123, 36 degrees, sunshine in Canal Park. Brad, winds are out of the southwest, very light, like about two miles an hour, 
36 in Canal Park. Now we go up over the hill at the uh, National Weather Service in Duluth, the International Airport, if you will. It's 10 degrees warmer. That's quite a wow, switch. Wow, just, just up at the airport? Yeah, 45. Ooh. Okay, it's come down. It was 46, and now it's at 45 degrees. So 45 up, 36 down. Is there uh, is there any more snow around on the ground? Not where I am. It's no. pretty much gone. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, this is the weirdest weather. Last winter, we had the most snow ever in recorded <laughs> yes. history here in yeah. Duluth, 140.1. And this fall, I put a, a yardstick in my yard, and I devised it and have a nice little thing out there where it's uh, real sturdy. <laughs> I thought I'm just going to well, measure the snow depth together. this year because, you know, we had 140 inches last year. And there's no snow. It's on, well, brown and oh, man. gross grass. <laughs> there's no snow, Brad. It's February 5th. I know. And I what know. are we? We're 43 days away from the first day of spring. Kenny, are you a, are you a friend with uh, with my friend Dwight on, on Facebook? Yes, I think, I think I think he goes by the name yes. of Vlad or something. Right, right. He he keeps posting these pictures of massive snow dumps and snowstorms, <laughs> and the little phrase, yeah. "This could still happen, Minnesota." Yeah, it could, but uh, if it does, this is going to be the shortest winter on record. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next two, three months, even? But. Uh, Oh, yeah. Up to this point, Brad, this has been remarkable. It really has. Very memorable. We won't forget this one. And and like the one before, 140 inches. Oh, yeah, weird. we won't forget that one quick either. So, no. Brad, did you shower with a friend this morning? Mm, unless you call my uh, Donald Trump squeaky sponge oh, a friend. Oh, yes, that's your friend. <laughs> uh, shower with a friend day is today. Oh, okay. not sure what that means. Uh, I've never showered with a friend. <laughs> no, never. I mean, I mean well, I, I used to in the uh, Marine Corps. I was yeah. showered with a bunch of guys that were our friends, I guess. Well, but, there you uh, go at the YMCA. There you go. All right. Oh, and it's See, do you, yeah. speaking of these two idiots that have sponsored this uh, legislation, uh, this representative Sandra Feast and Senator o- or, uh, Senator uh, Omar Fatah. Do you do you remember what Sandra Feast has been known for ahead of this time? Yeah, refresh she, our memories. <laughs> okay, she she is the one that uh, uh, that pushed the legislation to have female. Um, what, what is the proper terminology for it? Where you can get the uh, the, the, the tampons and things out of a machine? What 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 would they call a dispenser? that? Dispenser. Uh, well, no, but I mean, what it would be for women that are having uh, their periods, sure, right? Sure, sure. Uh, but what is the proper terminology for that? They don't. I mean, we all know it as a period, but it's uh, uh, there's a phrase for it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it came up during the legislation that somebody recommended. Well, yeah, we. Well, I guess we would like to do this. We'd like to help women have this, and so we should have it in all all women's. Uh, uh, restrooms and old Sandra faced raised her hand and said, "Oh, oh, 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 not only women can have periods, 
and I think everybody was stunned <laughs> for a period of time, kind of looked at each other and said, I don't know, Charlie, hey, you ever had a, you ever had flow like that? You ever had anything where you need a, no. a tampon? No, no, they haven't, Brad. No. She's wrong. No. And here's the term yes, I think has- you're, here's the term I think you're looking for. Uh, menstruation. Menstruation, yes. Yeah. That's it. Menstruation products. Do and she said, oh, no, we boy should have dogs, them in all. Do male dogs have menstruation? Do they have periods? Do they bleed? Do they? No, they don't. I don't no, believe they don't, so, Brad. Kenny. I mean, no. I've had, I've had male dogs all my life. I've only had two, personally. But I've never seen that occur. So why would that occur in male humans? It doesn't. It doesn't. That's the thing. This woman is an idiot. She is a socialist, uh, communist wannabe that is going to force her mental uh, ineptness down all of us. Now she she has she's gotten the Senate and the House to agree to put menstruation products in all restrooms in public schools, boys and women's. By the way, they have had a number of cases now where the ones in, in boys' locker rooms have been ripped off the wall and thrown out Of in the course, hall. Brad. And you know what? <laughs> you and I would have been one of those boys helping out. Probably. We're boys. We're young men. We, th- those don't belong there. No. They don't belong no, there, Brad. Don't. We're smoking in Absolutely. the boys' room. You know, you, you don't want to know what goes on in the boys' room. No, no. And having sitting, that in there. you on the toilet with your lucky strike, and when you hear on. the door open, you throw it in the water flush. You know, <laughs> kids at public schools aren't altar boys. No. You know, they're they're boys. They're they're young men. They're, they're going to behave that way. It is this what it is. This woman is a fraud and a phony, and she's going to destroy the state yeah. of Minnesota, just like they have destroyed New York, just like they have destroyed Chicago, because now she's passing this bull. Let me read you the sign standing right next to this idiotic, multicolored hair moron and oh, Senator be ca- no, be Omar Fatah. Oh, yeah, boy. Okay. Aye, well, aye, aye. Mentally uh, uh, shortchanged. Let's just leave it at That's that. That's your okay. opinion. <laughs> yes. My yes. opinion yes. is she is mentally shortchanged. Here's the sign talking about this new bill. A Minnesota that is safe for immigrants is safer for all of us. Yeah, that's just a word salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Democrats in Minnesota fancy legislature. Talk, Brad. Fancy talk. It, it is. It's a bunch of nanny and a bunch of socialistic mumbo jumbo. And she, but they are going to introduce this bill, and I guarantee you, this thing will pass. Minnesota will become a sanctuary state unless there are some changes made in in the legislature and in the Senate this year. State and local law enforcement and government employees would be restricted from cooperating with federal immigration enforcement efforts. In other words, if ICE comes to your place of uh, work and you've got some illegals uh, working there uh, making widgets or whatever it is, you can't help them. Authorities can't help them. Nobody can help them. Help them do their job, what their job is required. Uh, It will prohibit collaboration on the basis of investigating uh, oh, it will only allow it 
if there is criminal activity, in other words, if they think the person killed somebody or something, then I guess you can do it, which, but nice touch. The North Star Act is supported by Democratic state legislators from Rochester to Minneapolis to Duluth. So, and and I already I already read you the little bleeps that I have been sent by people already. The one uh, uh, t- transportation company last week that is looking for drivers to to drive buses up to the airport in St. Cloud to receive illegal immigrants from Texas and haul them to Minneapolis. If you if you've been watching the news at all of what is going on in New York or what is going on in Chicago with the crime import and the people flooding into the beautiful downtown hotels and motels, filling them up, uh, causing people that are looking for a place to stay to go somewhere else. That's exactly what's coming to Minnesota. Reform. There are 11 states that are classified as sanctuary cities or states. And Greg Abbott of New York I'm I'm sorry, Greg Abbott of Texas is doing everything he can to send as many illegal immigrants your way as you can handle. And that's coming next here. Last month in Minneapolis, a Somali terrorist was arrested in Minnesota after entering the country illegally through the southern border. Despite being detained by border officials after illegally entering the United States, the terrorist was released and allowed to freely roam the country for roughly a year. Finally, he was arrested, and it was discovered he was a member of Al-Shabaab, a Somali terrorist group, and how well he fit in in Minneapolis. Because he was a Somali, and there's a huge population of Somalis in Minneapolis. So what, what does this give these people? Well, taxpayer dollars would have to pay to transport, house, provide services to these illegal immigrants. Additionally, Minnesotans only have immigration court. Uh, Its only immigration court already has a record-breaking backlog of cases, so it would even get worse. So I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know why we seem to get these kinds of... Um, Mentally deranged individuals. And when I say mentally deranged, I just mean somebody who thinks socialism is the answer to everything. If we could all just all be the same and we could all wear the same underwear and all wear the same crazy hairdos and stuff, we'd all be better off. No, that's not uh, that's not the Minnesota that I love and still love, even though the crazy stuff goes on. Anyway, we got to take a CBS news break. I got to settle down. I need an add a van or something. I don't know. We'll be back shortly. KDAL time is 1137. Sunshine in the Twin Ports. Superior right now at the Bong Airport, 41 degrees, Brad. They are forecasting a high of 42, so maybe a couple of more degrees. Now, here in the Twin Ports, uh, the forecast high is also 41 degrees. Um, the for, uh, Oh, they just changed it. They just changed Ooh. it to, to 40. Okay, so this oh. has been, but this has been uh, changed. Earlier this morning, they were saying 41 for Duluth. Now they're saying 40 degrees, but it's already 46. Okay, I'm sorry. Mostly sunny. <laughs> well, this is how it reads. Mostly sunny with a temperature falling to around 40 
by 5 p.m. So we're going to see this mild, warm air this morning and early afternoon, and then the temperature will start to drop. So if it's 46 right now at the National Weather Service, we've set a new record in Duluth for February 5th. 45 was the old record way back in 1877, and it looks like we have broken that record, Brad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the state of Minnesota now has got a new flag, right? (laughs) I am going to propose a new state national anthem. You ready? Here it goes. (laughs) One, two, three. That is six. Let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, six hotkeys all put together. And I thought, you know, that would make a good national anthem for the state of Minnesota. It's a gong show, Brad. It's cuckoo. It's the three stooges. It's the three stooges everywhere you look. What's happened to our world? I mean, let's let's not spend a whole lot of time, but I would like to spend a little bit just rehashing last year in our state legislature. We had, first of all, when we started the session, we had a $17.5 billion surplus. I think the largest the state of Minnesota had ever had. And during that session that was controlled by 100% Democrats, the trifecta, the governorship, the legislature, and the state senate, all controlled by Democrats, they succeeded in spending every bleepin' bleepin' dime we had. Every one. All $17.5 billion on things like minstrel cycle uh, materials in boys' restrooms and, uh, and uh, pre-lunch and pre-breakfast for all students, even if your parents are millionaires, things like that. Oh, and then, by the way, then shortly after the session ended, uh, the word started coming out that, oh, you know, that, uh, that uh, pre-lunch and pre-breakfast we're going to give, uh, it turns out that's going to be a little more expensive than we thought it was going to be. Something like millions more than we thought it was going to be. And in the meantime, not only did we spend all $17.5 billion, but the, when the session started and Governor Wall says, well, you know, during this uh, session, we're going to try to give back a $2,000 uh, refund out of the, uh, out of the uh, budget surplus to every taxpayer that paid taxes in the state of Minnesota. Well, at the end of the session, somebody coaxed him. Somebody hit him with an elbow and said, hey, governor, governor, <laughs> hey, remember that thing you talked about giving every taxpayer 2000 Well, we don't have any money left in the, in the budget. We don't have any money left in the $17.5 billion slush fund. Well, we got a little bit, don't we? Can't we give, it a, can't we give them maybe 250 260 bucks? It'll sound like something. They'll be happy with it. And they'll shut up and they'll just ignore it. So they did that. They gave a small pittance back. Then they forgot to coordinate, by the way, with the uh, IRS so that the IRS wouldn't charge you for it as a uh, uh, 
as a taxable as a, income. A, a taxable income, exactly. <laughs> and so then we found out just last week that oh yeah, by the way, uh, where you're going to have to pay federal taxes on it. Maybe not state taxes. Governor Walls is still defiant, Brad. He's using the oh, yeah. full word BS. Uh, he's calling. <laughs> I mean, he's using the full word. So apparently he's right and the IRS is wrong. Well, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, Governor. Did you see the footage of him uh, promoting uh, the Humane Society? Or no, not the Humane Society. The uh, the uh, It's uh, animals that are uh, the animal. Uh, I, I can't even remember what it's called. Like Anyways, sheltered he's, animals? Yeah, he's got a cat, the... and he's promoting uh, <laughs> pet adoption. And oh, this cat okay. is squirming to get out of his arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. And the cat gets out and jumps, and every caption is, boy, I'd want to escape from you, too, or something to that degree. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess we should be comforted in Minnesota by the fact that we're not as goofy as some states, believe it or not. Get this, Kenny. How would you like this? How would you like it if your state had decided that it was going to use federal coronavirus, you know, see, you know, COVID money that we got from the federal government? You know, all of a sudden the federal government came sliding in during the COVID pandemic with all kinds of money and said, here's, here's a boatload of money for you. You just got to find a way to help out businesses, help out individuals that are hurt because of the downturn in the economy. Okay. So how would you like it if your state had taken $1,000 and gave a $1,000 check to every illegal alien during the pandemic? Probably not you probably wouldn't be too thrilled with that. Well, it turns out that the state of Washington used $340 million of their federal COVID money for illegal immigrants. (laughs) Democratic Governor Lamont, Democrats got mugged by reality on the border. Migrants busing worked at getting my attention. He's now saying the organization stated on Friday in its report titled Bidenomic Slush Fund Subsidies Undocumented Immigrants. It turns out that uh, the, the new epic has discovered that Biden administration approved $340 million in SLFRF money for cash payments to undocumented immigrants in Washington state. <clears throat> so... So here we have the Biden administration approving the use of $340 million in Washington to give money to illegal undocumented immigrants, but they couldn't approve Minnesotans getting $260 tax-free in Minnesota. It's, it's just beyond even imagination. Americans' COVID relief money was used to send $1,000 checks to immigrants unlawfully residing in the state of Washington. Wow. Well, let me tell you, folks, we've got some some big issues this year. 
uh, in the election cycle. But you got a big issue coming up here in just a few days. This next weekend, I think, isn't it? When is when is Valentine's Day? The fourteenth. It's now the fifth. So it's got to be this weekend, right? Somewhere yeah, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Ne- oh, n- next Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, if you have not done anything for your significant other. You know, your lovely wife, your girlfriend, your significant other. <clears throat> well, get over to that little candy shop in Superior, Wisconsin on Tower Avenue. You know, the place that I talk about, Sweden Sweets, the place that specializes in homemade chocolate fudge and candy. They also have an ice cream bar with their own homemade uh, ice cream that you can make in their own homemade waffle cones. Valentine's Day specials, they've got chocolate-covered strawberries, chocolate-dipped strawberries, and heart-shaped hot chocolate bombs, little heart-shaped chocolates that you just drop in hot water or hot milk, and they explode into the best warm chocolate you've ever had. Anyway, they got a whole variety of sodas, 10 different types of Japanese sodas that you may have never tasted before. They've even got my favorite, bacon-flavored soda. They got chocolates, over 50 flavors of popcorn, freeze-dried candy. They got a whole variety of old-time and nostalgic candies. And they also got root beer. So if they make their own root beer, you put that with some of their homemade vanilla ice cream. Oh, do you have a root beer float? They got, you know, you can even watch them through their big kitchen giant windows making the fudge and the chocolate, many, many different varieties and they're open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Sundays from noon to 5. And they've even got delivery options where they'll deliver. Let's say your uh, girlfriend or your wife is working at her job, and all of a sudden somebody walks in the office with an armload of chocolate candy that you have specially made for her. How do you think she's going to... She's going to be the queen of the office. She's going to feel like she deserves a crown. And you'll be able to get it at Sweden Sweets, 601 Tower Avenue in Superior, Wisconsin. All you got to do to make it happen is call them at 715-718-0713. And that is Sweden Sweets. Valentine's Day will never be the same if you go to Sweden Sweets. We'll be right back uh, after Minnesota News. KDAL time is 11.52, 45 degrees in Duluth, 36 in Eveleth. Uh, let's go out to Aiken and uh, check out what's going on at the Aiken Municipal Airport. Uh, they're reporting fog and 30 degrees in Aiken. And Brad, there was a dense fog advisory for the Twin Ports, never materialized. And that dense fog advisory has pushed out of our region. There's still some issues uh, with fog, maybe Kuchiching and counties to our west. But here in the Twin Ports, we did not see the fog this morning. You know, Kenny, we're seeing reports of this decent weather all over the state. And uh, there's been a lot of uh, disruption of of events. And, you know, the John Bear Grease isn't going to happen, some of the other events. Did you make it up to uh, uh, the, the big event? No, uh, we did not. You, oh, you didn't? Okay. But I was, I was watching the news about. last night, and uh, I think it was the slide that they have up there because they had the uh, the sledding event. And I think that yeah. that was, I, I can't remember what channel I was watching, but they didn't have any audio. They just had video. It was the weirdest thing. And oh. it looks like things went off without a hitch, but uh, yeah. 
Well, that's good. No, we just didn't make well, it up there. But I'm looking at this weather out in California. My goodness, they're getting oh hammered out there. Oh, my God. What yeah. is going What do they call that? What They made up a new term. Again, well, they keep doing this all the time. Yeah. But what do they call it? A, atmospheric uh, rivers. Rivers, yeah. Atmospheric <laughs> rivers. In other words, waves of rain that just come flowing in. But uh, you spent some time out there. Did you see some uh, pretty heavy uh, downpours from time to time? Yes, yes. And, in fact, when I was going to Cal State Fullerton after I got out of the Marine Corps, uh, I remember two years specifically that we were called out, uh, students and football team and, you know, everybody that could uh, pack a shovel were called out to fill sandbags along certain river and estuaries because it would get so much rain uh, and it would flood out areas. And so they would call out anybody that they could get to fill sandbags. And, it, you know, it, it's really out there. It's just a, it, it's a situation where you got so many people living in tight, congregated areas uh, that when you get uh, large amounts of water going down the riverways and through the... And they've got these, these stormwater runoffs that are huge, massive, big concrete things that become like a raging river when the storm. Oh, those aqueducts. Aqueducts, yeah. Yeah. And they flow out to the bays and right down through Los Angeles and everything else. So those areas become treacherous, yeah. Well, let me, let's let's do this. We're running out of time here. I, I just, I have to ask a question about things like this in 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 Washington. The outlet in Washington, the news story there, the Washington State said that they, at at the at Washington State University, U, U, uh, WSU, the outlet also stated that taxpayers' dollars from the coronavirus relief money were in fact available for illegal alien students through a state aid program called the Washington Application for State Financial Aid. Now, what do you suppose happens when an illegal immigrant ends up going to going to school there and finds out that these idiotic morons gave me money to go to school here <clears throat> and it came out of the coronavirus the covid relief money don't you suppose they send a call back can't you see them right now they're on the phone to uh, venezuela hey uh, jose hey you got to get up here man they got money flowing through the river it's like like honey through the streets they, they pay me as an illegal immigrant to go to college. This well, is, You're right, Brad. It, <laughs> this will lead to more illegal... I don't even know if you want to call it immigration. This isn't immigration anymore. No. It's not immigration. It's an invasion. It really is. It's just... It, it's a, it will change and destroy our way of life that we know it. More and more parts of the American society will become dependent on handouts, food, clothing, education, and they'll they'll be there with their hands wide open. And I'm not saying all immigrants. There's a lot of immigrants that come to this country that are hardworking, even some of the illegal immigrants. But, you know, and I'm not against immigration. I really am not. I just want legal immigration. I want people to step up like they used to do and, uh, you know, fill out the application 
come here and want to uh, say, why, why do you want to come here? Oh, because I, I want a chance to provide for my family, for my kids. I want to work hard. I want to pay taxes. I want to be part of an American society. And those are the people we want here. Not the ones that come swimming across the Rio Grande, middle of the night, crawl under barbed wire fence yeah. because they don't want to be notified or it, don't want anybody seeing them. Exactly. And they get bussed to New York and they get put up in a hotel and they don't like the food, so they're wasting and destroying the food. Yeah. And uh, oh, they're so uh, then they, jumping so then cops. They stand and, outside. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They stand Assaulting outside smoking police. and drinking, and cops yeah. come and tell them to move along, and they jump the cop and yeah. kick them. And then the DA of New York, uh, he lets them go and they take off and go to California. It, oh, it's insane, Brad. It's insane. We know what we need. It, we need a national fire marshal. You know, when you yes. go into the bars and the bars get too full and the fire marshal says, oh, no more people allowed in. No, We're at can't full here, capacity. We need that <laughs> right. in America. And will America bust at the seams? We already are, Brad. We We're truly are. at the seams. And- and I'm telling you, this new bill is not going to make a bit of difference if it ever gets off the shelf. And we'll talk more about it when we come back with our number two for sure. Uh, but we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, and, and then we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. And, of course, Taylor Swift won a... Did anybody watch that thing last night they call it Grammys? Not me. Not me. <laughs> and I love music, but not that. Anyway, we'll be back with our number two coming up shortly.